0: For you and I to fulfill our vision and to bring our vision to fruition so that we can see what we set out to accomplish, takes determination and it takes a decision to either stand or to surrender. Because if you and I do not stand, we will never be able to look back and to look ourselves in the eye and say, I stood the test of time. I have what it takes the potential that I have on the inside of me, I dug deep to bring that potential out so that I can fulfill my vision. And I am determined to stand my ground no matter what the circumstances. This is gonna be a little bit of a tough message, but I trust that you will be with me. And so just stay tuned until after the intro as we dig deeper into this interesting topic. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's episode. Welcome to today's show and I'm so happy to be with you again and today I'm going to warn you before I'm even going to give you the title of today's message you've already um, seen that But before I get to that, I just want to warn you that today we're going to delve deep and it might be a little bit of a challenge to you. I actually want to warn you that it is going to be a challenge to you, but please stay with me, especially for you who have been with me for a while, please be encouraged. As we dig deeper into this particular topic of vision, but also courage, how to get your vision to bear fruit, it takes a stand. You need to take a stand and you have to stand your ground. So this is not always so easy. So that's why I'm just warning you right up front, please stay with me. Please don't uh, run away. Stay with me so that we can hit this thing head on because there's so much at stake. And so I trust that you will really, that you will stay with me, that you will grasp what I'm saying and that you will be able to take what I'm giving you in today's show so that you can apply it to your own life and that you can take it out and do what you have been purposed to do, what you've been born to do. Now today the title of today's show is It Takes Vision to Fulfill Your Mission. But I could have also titled it It Takes Courage to Fulfill Your Mission. Because vision and courage really goes hand in hand. Because if you do not have the courage to take your vision and to bring your vision to a point where you can see fruit, where you can see the results of what you have been doing and what you've been seeing in your mind and how you have built out this vision to the point where you can see fruits it really takes courage and if you don't have that courage and if you don't know why you need to have courage how to apply the courage then it's not going to be so easy for you and it's very important also then to realize that you have to be determined to stand your ground Because if you don't stand your ground, it's very easy to surrender. As we will see as we go uh, through this message, it's very easy to surrender. But in the end of of the day, you have to face yourself. You have to look in the mirror and say, but why didn't I stand my ground? Why didn't I do what I knew in my heart was the right thing to do? And that's really where we're heading today. So it's going to be a bit of a tough a tough time, but I know you've been with me. I know you're a leader and I know you have what it takes to do what you have been born for and what you've been purposed to do. So in ancient history, and we're gonna look back quite a bit in history and we're gonna take examples from that. And in uh, ancient history, even there, it was very important where it was stated to uh, people, Write the vision down. Now, what does it mean, and how does it work? We're going to dig into this, and I'm going to give you some deeper uh, understanding in this. And we're going to continue with this. So, after this show, in the next shows, we're going to not just going to stop here because it's it's really an involved topic, and we really have to get to the point where we understand how vision works, how to put the vision together, uh, but. I really felt in my heart I have to give you this almost like a foundational message today so we can really understand what it takes to to stand to take your vision and to accomplish your your mission now you and I are called to pass on the creator's truth in ways that are easy for people to understand that's very important and if you've been uh running with me for a while, you will know. We emphasize that all the time. And this also includes this, this um, writing the vision down and how we have to pass it on. It also includes putting the vision in writing or any other media format we have access to today. Now, in ancient times, as we will see, they wrote this vision on tablets and they had to publish it and they had to make it very plain. And this is specifically what one of the ancient writers, what he specifically said, he said, write the vision and engrave it so plainly upon tablets. You see, they wrote it on tablets and engrave it so plainly upon tablets that everyone who passes may be able to read it easily and quickly as he hastens by and then run with it. And this is important. I'm not going to emphasize this point, too much in this particular show but it's important just to note in in upcoming shows we're going to really dig into this and runs with it so someone must see your vision as you make it very plain to them and then they must take this vision and they must run to run with it now this is a little bit of a different angle that we're going to look at it i'm sure than the the angles that you've heard up to now and that you've even learned up to now so this is a little bit different but i'm not gonna um, expand on that now we will look at that in future episodes but then also there's a proverb that says where there is no vision the people perish but he who keeps the law enviable is he so you and i have to have a vision And I'm telling you today, you have a vision, whether your vision is on a vision board, whether it's written down. But I'm telling you, if you want to be honest with yourself, you have a vision. You've got a desire. You've got things that you want to do, that you want to accomplish. And those things are not just it's not just something that is just there. It's something that's written on on your heart. It's something that's deeply seated in you. And you are the only one who can accomplish that. You are the only one who can take that vision and really bring it to fruition and fulfill your mission. More on that as we go along. And in the next show, there we will take a deeper look with examples from history, how to write your vision down and how to work your vision until your vision manifests. So that's for a future episode. Today, we're looking at it from a very different angle and specifically how your vision, my vision, how it is impacted and how it should almost stand the test of time in these challenging times where you and I are living in now because we cannot ignore these things. In the past, I haven't really focused too much on that, but... You know, we cannot ignore these things because it's getting more and more heavy every day and we have to face these things. We have to face the what is what is um, facing us and that is why this is not such an easy uh, show today. It's, it's really going to cut, but please stick with me, stay with me. Now, as I said, today we're looking at vision from a completely different perspective and from a perspective that we should have looked at a long time ago. We should have done this a long time ago. But sometimes we we don't really know what's going on until the proverbial pawpaw hits the fan and then we really realize, but okay, I have to take action on this. And this is almost uh, to a point where we are now. And you and I are living in, you know, possibly the most opportune time in the history of mankind. And you may differ from me in this regard, and you may say, "But, Yanni, if you know, if I look at the circumstances, it seems as if more and more opportunities are being taken away from us every single day." And you say we're possibly living in the most opportune time in the history of mankind. And as you know by now, it depends on how we look at every situation. We can even either look at it as um, calamity is, is is coming, or we can look at how are we going to use what we have, what we've already have Im- uh, embedded inside of us, bring it out and with God's help and how to go forward and how to implement these things and not only change our own lives, but change the, the lives of our families and impact the people around us. So I grant, I grant you this if you, if you say, you know, opportunities are being taken away. And those are facts. But as you have discovered on this journey of leadership, because remember, you are a leader. I'm emphasizing that leaders have to look away from the negatives and leaders have to focus on the question, what can I do to change the trash that the powers to be want to force down my throat today? That's really the question that you as a leader have to face. Uh, being a leader doesn't just mean oh i'm just coasting along you sort of on the cutting edge you have to make decisions that other people are not willing to make and also you have to ask yourself what can you do what can i do to secure a bright and safe future for my children and for their children in other words for my children's children it's very important that you that you are honest with yourself and that you answer these questions and whether you are married at this time whether you're not married it doesn't really matter whether you have children or whether you don't have children it doesn't matter you have been born to touch people's lives you've got a purpose in life and i need what you have you need what i have and so with each one of us and you know what i i agree these are tough questions but if you and i don't ask these questions now Then ask yourself the question, who will ask these questions? We have to ask these questions. And at this time, and as a leader, you are too deeply involved to just look the other way and act as if nothing is happening. You cannot do that any longer because wherever you look around you, there's stuff happening. There are stuff happening. The news media is pushing it at you. Circumstances are pushing it at you. Mandates are coming at you all the time what are you going to do and maybe you have asked these questions and i i really trust that what we're dealing with here is not new to you you being confronted and you i'm just here to help you today to see these things in a little bit of a different a different light and from a different perspective but how do i know what is the truth you may ask and there's so many theories doing the rounds that it is very hard to know what to even believe nowadays. And that is also true. And the, it, it has always been the same. It's always, always the same. If you want to know the truth, you have to dig for the truth. Just as if you have to dig for diamonds and for gold. Truth doesn't just come running to you, you have to go and dig for it. Because those who control, They don't want you really to know the truth. They don't want you to know that you are a leader, that you are a person in your own respect, in your own regard, and that you have what it takes to live life successfully, prosperous, and that you can and have to make a difference in the people around you, in their lives. But they don't want you to know that. They want you not to think outside of their little box. They want you to be indoctrinated by what they're pushing on you. And that's why we are here. I'm here to help you to break this box, not just to look outside the box, to smash this box to get rid of the thing so that we can really do what we need to do. And you have the responsibility to find out what is really happening, even if it seems easier just to believe what seems so obvious because The things out there seems very obvious oh no it's okay this is this is how it is the news media is pushing it at you everything is pushing it at you so you really have to go and dig for the truth to find out what's really happening the real facts and that's not going to come running at you it's not going to be presented to you on a platter and that's what you and i are faced with on a daily basis And there's also a story, I'm going to tell you this little story of about two houses. Now, the one house was built on rock, on a rock foundation, and the other one was built just on sand. Now, the person who built his house on the rock, he really had to dig deep. He had to dig through the sand, through everything until he found the rock. And then he built his house on that solid and secure rock. The other person, on the other hand, decided... It's way too much work to dig. And he built his house right on top of the sand. But you know what happens? You can think already for yourself if you don't already know the story. But when the storm came and the winds blew fiercely against these two houses, the house that was built on the rock stood firm. But the house that was built on the sand, it was just swept away and it was totally destroyed. And you know what? It was each one of those people's own choice and again it's your choice which way you choose today and we've only started with this message but we've already touched on a few tough points if I can call it that and the vision is not about you anymore and actually the vision has never really been about you it's never been about me but you and I were made to believe that we need to feel good and only look after our own well-being and after our own success. That's really what's been sold to us. You know, it's an easy life. You don't have to enjoy anything. You don't have to really go for stuff. Yes, there are people that, that told you that. But to the greatest extent, it was still focused just on myself. I have to feel good. I have to do these things. And you know, if you've been walking with me for a while, our focus is on your purpose and how you have to Bring out what you have been born with so that you can make a difference not only in your own life, and your family's life, but in all the people around you. And that's really what we're focusing on. And that is what true leadership is all about. And many people gave their lives so that you and I can live today. And now, what are you going to contribute back to make the world a better place? To make the world a better place for those who you love and for those you were born and purpose to touch. It's a question and and I'm going to give you a few moments to answer this question. What are you going to contribute back? Are you just going to sit back or are you really going to dig to find the truth, to find the treasures that you've got inside of you, the potential that you've got inside of you and bring this out so that you can do what you're supposed to do? And how does your vision, another question, how does your vision affect you How does your vision affect you and your family? And how does your vision affect the rest of the world? Because you may think, oh, I'm just a little guy or a little girl here on the one side. How am I going to make a difference even in my community or in the whole world? I'm telling you, you have the potential to make a difference, not only in your own life, but in those of the lives around you. And it can have impact and it can have Uh, life-changing effects on people even hundreds of years from now it doesn't only have to be now and stop now what you do is supposed to be a legacy that you leave so that you can impact people's lives even hundreds of years from now yes there are people that are saying yes it's the end of the world the end of the world you know what There's lots of work to do for you and I. You and I have got lots of work to do. And let's just leave that on the side and let's see what we need to do, what we can do and what God wants you and I to do, what he wants you and I to accomplish. Let's focus on that because for thousands of years, people have been sitting and saying, okay, this is now, this is the end, this is the end, this is the end. You know what? We don't know when the end is. So let's do what we've been called to do. And that's really my call to you. I told you this is not going to be an easy message. So let's 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 just go on. So I, I know you with me. So sorry if that I get a little bit um, uh, excited. Yeah, but I am excited. And r- really, again, the choice is yours. The choice is yours, and the choice is mine. And you know in ancient history, there was always one nation, which was the the enemy, it was always dubbed the enemy. And that nation was targeted with destruction. But when you take that and you look at uh, what's happening nowadays, it does not matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what language or race you are. It doesn't even matter which nation you are from. You are a human and that makes you a target. It seems, because I've been I've been really meditating on this and I thought, you know, what's going on? And then I realized it's humans that are threatened. Human beings' lives are threatened because when you look at some of these things, they want to control you. They want to uh, do certain things with you and in your life and with your children. That's totally, totally against what, was put together in in creation. God created us with a total different purpose. And so these forces want to come and they want to change the course of everything and we cannot allow it. It's not good for you, it's not good for me, it's not good for any human being. It is just not good. Now let's just focus on the vision again because the vision must be easy to understand. Like I said, we're going to dig deeper into the vision, how to put the vision together, how to put a vision board together for you, and how we can go from there. But it is important that we understand that the vision should be easy to understand for other people. Again, write the vision and engrave it so plainly upon tablets that everyone that passes by may be able to read it and easily and quickly Take it as they run by, as they hasten by, and then run with the vision. And that's a very important thing. So I'm enticing you a little bit there. I'm going to share something very cool with you there. And then the proverb that says, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he who keeps the law happy and enviable is he. And like so many people right now, you may also ask the question, Why is God allowing all these horrible things to happen all across the world? You know what? He's not. And that may be a shocker to you. God is not allowing this. He left it to you and me to make a change. He will not just intervene because he cannot. And I can't go into all the detail why that is. But God has given you and I the authority and the, uh, the mandate to establish his kingdom here on the earth and you and I have to eradicate these things you know and you cannot do it on your own in your own strength you, we need to rely on 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 God and uh, get his wisdom so how to do the things but he did everything possible so you and I can live an overcoming life and not be harassed by people doing wicked things that's really what what God already gave us And God is waiting on you and me to use what he deposited in us to rise up and destroy the wickedness that's so evident uh, all around us right now. And like I said, we cannot, we cannot do it in our own strength. But God is waiting on you and me to do what we were born for, to establish his kingdom right here on the earth. And although it may feel as if you are prepared for or not prepared for this, you are more prepared than you might think. You are much more prepared than you I think, especially um, if you've uh, been part of, of, of the show for a while. We've been inputting so many things into, your, into you and you've grown so much that you are prepared. And even if it's, this is the first time that you're listening to me and, and you hear what I'm saying here, you will know that you're already prepared. You've got the full potential to do what God gave you birth for right here in this earth. So, you know, we, we always need to learn more. It's, it's just a fact, but you know, we cannot always hold back, hold back, hold back, because it's only when you and I apply what we have learned every single day, when we apply it in our lives, then more opportunities will open up to us. And I call it opportunity because it's almost as if a door opens to us as we do things and we apply the things that we already have, the things that we've already learned. Because we are just like this. If you or I um, have been given a picture of our entire lives, things that if I've been given a, a picture like 30 years ago, the things that I would do now, I think I would have run away. And I think maybe with you the same, but God in his wisdom, he didn't do that. He gives us a picture, he gives us that picture, but he doesn't show us everything that's gonna happen along the way. And that's the interesting thing and that's the adventure of this journey of life that you and I are going on. And uh, you know, if you and I didn't realize this, that as we walk along, opportunities open up in front of us, Uh, we would have really been in trouble uh, right now. But we know, we know, we know, we know that we can do what we need to do. Again, not in our own strength. Because this drive to destroy life as you and I have been used to, also started many years ago. And you and I were totally unaware of what was happening. It was as if this thing was was happening um, below the surface. And we didn't see what was happening. We could have if we were open and our ears were open and our eyes were open, but we were not. They started with all these things many, many, many deca- decades ago. But now those who have planned these evil plans for the, that uh, you and I are seeing playing out in our lives today, they've played their hand. And for the most part, we can get a good idea how to combat them but we don't have much time. This is why I'm pressing. And from now on, I'm really gonna press on this because you and I don't have much time. They're pushing and they're pushing harder and harder. And many of these things that they're doing and that they're pushing, they do not really have a mandate to do that. But in a later um, show, I'll explain to you uh, possibly more why they can do it the way that they do it almost without reservation. Because their system is put together in a way that they can do it and you and I don't really have a say over it. And this is this is very dangerous and you and I have allowed it and so we must make a change. Now, my question again, are you going to stand or are you going to surrender? You know, remember in the beginning of the show, I asked you this and here again, are you going to stand or are you going to surrender? And that is really the question you are faced with today. This is really what I'm confronting you with today. It is easy to surrender, but you will never know what you could have done to change the circumstances for those who you love. How are you going to look your children or your grandchildren in the eye when they look at you with expectation for a solution to, pain the, to, to end their pain and their misery? What are you going to do? Now here I'm going to share a story with you, and with this we basically going to con- conclude here as well. But I'm going to share a story with you from three young men in ancient history, and what happened here: their nation was taken captive and taken away from their homes to a faraway country, or to the faraway country of Babylon. So they were taken away; um, their homes were broken up, their cities were destroyed, and they were taken to Babylon. So what? happened after they got there, after a time when they got there, this king, he created an image because he wanted people to worship him, but actually he wanted people to worship his own gods. And this is what's happening today. You may not believe what I'm telling you, but this is really what it's all about. It's almost like a religion that, uh, that they want to portray to you and I, and with all these things that you and I are confronted with the mandates and the force, this and the force that, you and I are almost forced to worship what they want us to do. Because if we don't, then you lose your job, you this, you this, you this. That's how they want to impact your lives. Now, then what this king then did, he, he ordered, he commanded, He put laws in place that everyone should worship this image and if they did not worship the image they had a very good solution for them. They had an oven there a very fiery furnace as they call it which they heated up terribly and then they would throw these people in there alive. They wouldn't kill them first they would just throw them into this fiery furnace alive and uh then these three young men, oh, what, what they then did, they had all this, these, these musicians with all these things and all the officials from all over this, this kingdom. They came together now to uh, inaugurate this, uh, this statue or this golden image. And at a specific time when all the musicians, when they played this music, everybody had to bow their, their knees and they had to bow down and worship this image. But there were these three men, and they did not bow because they decided for themselves, we will not surrender, we will not worship any other gods, we will only worship the real and the true God. And they stood, they did not bow their knees. So it was told the king that these three guys didn't want to worship his image that he built. He was furious, he was fuming. And you know what he did? He called them and he said, okay. I'm going to give you a second chance. We're going to let the music play again. And at a specific time when we tell you to, you bow down and you, uh, you worship this image. And you know what they said to him? And I'm going to read this to you. They said, O King, we do not need to give you an answer in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of your hand. They stood up to this king and that's what they said. And then they went on and they said, But even if he does not deliver us, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods. We will not worship the golden image which you have set up. They stood in the face of even death. They stood there and they said, we will not bow. And that's my question to you. And to me, am I going to stand? Are you going to stand or are you going to surrender? It's your choice. The ball is in your court. What are you going to do? Are you going to stand or are you going to surrender? Now, what happened after this? This king was fuming mad and he commanded the guys to heat up that fiery furnace seven times hotter than it usually is. And then he said, when it got to that temperature, he said, okay, now take these three guys and bind them up with all their clothing, bind them up and throw them into the fiery furnace. You know what happened? The guys who had to throw them into the fiery furnace, those soldiers or those guards, they burned to death. And then the king was sitting there and he was, he was um, watching this thing happening. And when he saw these three guys landed on the inside, all of a sudden, he looked and he saw. But wait a second! They were bound up, and now they're not only three but they're four men walking inside that furnace. What is happening here? And you know what? He commanded the, these these three men to come out. And when they came out, it says that not even their clothes and it says everything their hats, their robes, everything that they that they were wearing before the time, and that did not even smell smoke. It was nothing happened to them, nothing. And the king said, what's happening here? I saw four men there and they said, you know what? It's our God. He sent someone, one of his angels to come and to be with us. And he protected us and we will never bow to your image, to your God's, we refuse, we will not. Do that. Can you and I say that? You know what, it's gonna be required of us. And we've got two choices. Either we're gonna surrender or we're gonna stand. You know what my resolution is? I will stand, I will not surrender. And I encourage you to do the same. I encourage you to stand because when you stand, you will always be able to thank God and say, thank you, God, I did not wafer, but did what I was born to do. I fulfilled my purpose. I have run my race and completed my race. Thank you, God, for helping me. And with that, I'm going to leave you. So please decide for yourself what you're going to do. Maybe you never want to hear from me again. But I trust that that will not be the case because I know your character. I know the potential that you've got on the inside of you. Are you going to stand or are you going to surrender? I'm looking forward to meeting you in the next show. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.